Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 115. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Health Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in health, fitness, and nutrition five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dr. Neil Malik. Hey, and welcome to another Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet, nutrition, stress management, anything along those lines. Why am I qualified to answer your questions? Well, let me tell you. I have both my master's and doctorate degrees in public health. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified exercise physiologist or personal trainer, same thing, certified health education specialist, Oh, let's see, what else? I'm also an assistant professor at Bastyr University, California, and a professor at two other campuses. Now, if you want to send in a question, basically, it's like getting a consultation for free. It's really easy to do. Just come by oldpodcast.com and look for the bar along the side of the page that says, ask a health question. If you click on that, you can record a message straight from your computer's microphone or from a phone if you use the app. You can do multiple takes, and once you're happy with it, you can then submit it to us. It's that easy. Or if you want to do things the old-fashioned way, you can call 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. So either that or visit oldpodcast.com, send in your question, and you'll be in small, special raffles to win books from us. We are rapidly closing in on the Christmas holiday. I did get some more shopping done yesterday, but I still have more to do. So I'm going to knock this Q&A episode out and then head back out into the craziness and continue my shopping. So with that, let's hear the question for today as we optimize your life. Hi, Dr. Neal. Recently, I've seen recipes call for kosher salt or pink Himalayan salt. Um, Personally, I always just buy regular iodized table salt. And I'm wondering what the differences are between the various salts that are out there. And are there any benefits of choosing one over the other? Thanks. Thank you for your question, Nikki. I should start by mentioning that all salt is technically sea salt. 
This is because even when we mine from underground salt mines, at one point, those were all underwater. Now, salt is basically made up of two components, sodium and chloride, which is why you'll hear some nerds like me sometimes refer to salt as sodium chloride. Basically, each form of salt contains some sodium and some chloride, but the way they may differ are in the ways they are processed. These different processing methods may often lead to differences in taste and texture as well. Now, when we think about the potential health effects of salt, we're often referring to the sodium itself. Too much sodium consumed for years and years can lead to an increased risk of high blood pressure. So let's keep this in mind as I discuss some of the different forms of salt. Let me start with sea salt. Sea salt is made by simply evaporating seawater or other forms of salty water. Usually, there's some processing involved here as well, but it's often minimal. Now, depending on where the original water source came from, the salt may have other minerals attached to it. These minerals may add some color and may cause the salt to have a different texture as well. Now, to get from sea salt to table salt, you have some more processing involved. Part of this is the removal of some of these trace minerals that are typically found in sea salt, you know, the ones that are kind of hanging on and attached, like I mentioned before. Removing the trace minerals removes some of the color as well. This is why table salt is consistently bright white. Some companies may also incorporate an additive during the processing to prevent any clumping. Most, though, add iodine. Now, iodine is an essential nutrient, which means we must get it from our diets. Our bodies cannot make iodine on their own. If we don't get enough iodine in our diets, we actually are at risk for serious consequences, like stunted growth in children to thyroid issues in adults. As a result, many countries now iodize their salt to prevent iodine deficiencies. This is actually why many consider table salt to be superior to other salts. Sea salt actually doesn't contain much iodine, if any at all. So you may wonder, well, don't we get iodine in our diets and other ways besides salt? Yes, seafood, including seaweed, yogurt, milk, and even some grains contain iodine. Now, even though these foods are commonly consumed, there are still risks for deficiency, even for those living in the US. This can be partly explained by the fact that some foods can actually interfere with our body's ability to metabolize iodine. Many are surprised to find that these foods are actually nutritious foods, like cabbage, Brussels sprouts, soy, and cauliflower. So these foods tend to block the metabolism of iodine. We also know that most of the soil in the U.S. is low in iodine. It didn't used to be. And the salt used in processed foods, basically foods you'd find in a box at the grocery store, are often stripped of iodine. So we may not be getting as much iodine in our diets as we believe. I also want to mention that having trace minerals in your salts may not always be a good thing. It sounds like a good thing on the surface, but if we really think about it, what if one of those trace minerals is lead? Lead is a toxin for the body. Or what about arsenic, a known poison? Or in the case of Himalayan salt, plutonium. Yes, there's actually plutonium in Himalayan salt. So in some cases, removing these impurities can be beneficial. Now let's go back to this idea of sodium again. With regards to actual sodium content between these forms, because again, sodium is the thing we really look at when we think about increased risk for high blood pressure. It turns out that no matter which type of salt we're discussing, they're basically the same. Some forms like kosher salt and sea salt may have a little bit less actual sodium, but not enough to lead to significant health effects, either positive or negative. Ditto for Himalayan salt. 
However, if a recipe does call for kosher salt, for example, you'll want to use that. This is because if you substitute, let's say, table salt instead, you'll end up with a saltier tasting dish. This is because kosher salt crystals tend to be much larger. So when you end up using table salt instead, you'll end up with a lot more than you need. Regardless of the type of salt you prefer to use, current recommendations by most health agencies state that adults should get no more than 2,300 milligrams of sodium per day. Let's put this in real terms. This is a little less than a teaspoon. Yes, even with the pushback from those studies about salt not being associated with increased disease risk, we are still finding that many of those studies were quite flawed. So it couldn't hurt to just continue to be on the safe side and keep your salt, or really your sodium intake, to a moderate level. I'll actually end this with a quote from one of the smartest individuals in the world, Marilyn Voss Savant. In case you weren't aware, she's actually in the Guinness Book of World Records for having one of the highest IQs known to humans. My wife thinks I'm actually in love with her, but I swear I just respect her for her intelligence. Anywho, she weighed in on this very topic when a reader of her column asked, which is healthier, sea salt or table salt? She mentioned that iodine is added to table salt. Sound familiar? And because of its impact on reducing iodine deficiencies worldwide, and I quote, table salt is healthier, end quote. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you again for your question, Nikki. You're gonna be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book from us. And one last time, really quickly, you can be entered into small raffles and possibly have your question answered right here on the show. Just come by oldpodcast.com to submit your question or call 61-I-LOVE-O-H-T. It's that easy. If you can believe it, that's 115 episodes of Optimal Health Daily in the books. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sending in your questions. This is one of my favorite parts of this show, so keep sending them in. Thank you for sharing the show with a friend. And for those of you that celebrate, have a very Merry Christmas, or for those of you in the UK and Australia, a very happy Christmas. To those of other faiths, I wish you a very happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, 
Happy Festivus. I think I covered it all. Anyways, have a wonderful holiday, and I'll see you on next week's show, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show, and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.